Hello and welcome back to the Heart of Choke podcast. I am your host, T.D. Montina, a PhD student in developmental psychology, but also an empowerment coach. The Heart of Choke podcast was created to help dismantle the stigma surrounding the topic of mental health. It was also implemented to increase self-awareness with how we see ourselves, how we see others, and how we see the world around us. Every week, you can come back here to this space to gain more knowledge about mental health, evidence-based research, and beyond. I am excited about you being here, and I thank you for your time and your attention. Let's get started. Please consider grabbing a pen and paper as we begin. This is episode 12 and we are talking about distractions. Hmm. It's a topic that I hear quite a bit that is becoming more of a phenomenon universally. Many people are having challenges with staying focused throughout their day. And the minutes are quickly becoming hours, and the hours are quickly becoming days, days to weeks, weeks to months, and before you know it, we're at New Year. And so I really want to dive into this subject today in an effort to help someone that may be having a challenge with stolen pockets of time. That's what I call distractions. It's essential to explore why distractions is even a challenge. And for many of us, that's very different from one person to the next, to the next, and then to the next. I think in some cases, distractions or defense mechanisms to being overwhelmed with life. And I also think that distractions can sometimes be healthy, but in most cases, it creates a challenge for productivity. I think one way to understand what I mean when I say defense mechanism is because when you're overwhelmed with adulting, it tends to look like procrastination and procrastination look like laziness and in some ways it look like avoidance therefore we distract ourselves it's a maladaptive coping skill so it's a coping skill you're using to deal with the overwhelm and stress of certain things to get done but it's not a healthy coping skill. That's what I mean by maladaptive. So it's important for you to explore doing a self inventory and see where you fit in that. Or are you using distractions as an avoidance to do something else? If so, why? Why are you using that as a tool for yourself? Consider getting mental health support, right? 
from someone that is competent to help walk yourself through why distractions are used for avoidance. If you've ever been diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, distractions is definitely your way of living. And that does not mean that you are lazy or you're procrastinating um, intentionally or anything like that. Um, and also, before I go any further, here at the Heart of Truck Podcast, not only do we not diagnose, we don't shame and guilt. We don't self-loathe and hate ourselves. We don't point at ourselves and say, look at what's wrong with you. You're imperfect. You have this problem. No. This is information to help you know more about you so you can modify where you desire to modify your life, changing the trajectory of your life, right? Now, again, if you have some type of attention deficit, you live in the world of getting one or two things done when there was maybe 10 things on the list to do but it's hard to cross yourself through that because it's so easy to lose focus on one assignment to the next assignment to the next task to the next task to the other job to the other job and so on and so forth using distractions as a defense mechanism is the heart of not being productive and even goals and dreams are deferred because of distractions those pockets of time are so precious to you becoming the person that you want to be or you doing the things that you've always desired to do you know there's a large percentage of companies that are now doing research about water cooler talk air quote in air quote and how many people how many employees gather at some point during the day either at each other's desk or cubicle or in the lunchroom or wherever and there's a lot of hours being stolen from the company but more important hours being stolen from you being your best self at your highest peak of performance because of distractions. I always recommend that we don't take away a habit that we've been using without replacing it with a healthier habit. What I'm saying is, if you live in a world of being distracted consistently for yourself, don't you know, consider saying, oh, I'm going to not do the distracting tool, the distracting activity, and I'm not going to replace it with anything else. No, well, that may not be healthy because how you've been dealing with overwhelm and stress, if that was with distraction, then that's how you're holding up. You don't want to fall over. So you want to replace that habit with a healthier one. The only way to do that is by exploring. Let's, let's discuss many ways we distract ourselves throughout our day when we're overwhelmed or air quote in air quote, we're treating ourselves to something different for the moment, right? In an effort to activate stress management we could be 
on our cell phones, on the social media platforms. A lot of TikToking, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Some use Candy Crush, Pinterest. Other games that your phone, either your iPhone, your smartphone, or your Android have to distract you. Some people even use Lumosity. Brain game, I love it. It's a beautiful game. Sometimes it's adult coloring. It could be listening to music as a distraction to keep you from doing something else in the meantime, not used with the productive task to do. It can even be the gaming console at home that could be still in pockets of time. And so our smartphones today have where you can look at um, your peak time of uh, on your phone. It's now uh, something that's built into settings, screen time. And when you look at that time, if you're honest with yourself and you become transparent with yourself and open, even if you're not with anyone else, you look at your screen time and you say, okay, I work, whether for a Fortune 500 company or for yourself, these amount of hours within a day, how much screen time am I using? And you look at that and say, okay, is this an area of my life that is problematic? And if it is, then the next question is, would you like to modify that? And if it isn't, then the next question is, do I feel comfortable with continuing in the habits that I have? Right? Pockets of time stolen is a great platform for poor time management. It's a, a beautiful platform for only being busy without true productivity. So it looks great on the outside, but when you really look at how much you're able to get done, it may not be to your liking. And so here is some practicalities about how to defeat distractions. Consider preparing your day by planning. And I know some people say, you know, my schedule is already very structured. Well, when you wake up in your day and you have a set plan for the day, then it helps you stay focused. And when distractions come, you look back over that and you, you regain your focus. So if a distraction came and you said at eight o'clock, you're gonna do this thing and it's 8.20, look at your task and say, am I on task right now? Preparing by planning doesn't have to be rigid. It can be fluid. So if it's something that you write down in your planner or your electronic planner, right? And it it you get up at six and you're at work at eight and so you have something written at eight o'clock and nine o'clock and 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock. 
then something happens about 9.30-10 that's not on your schedule. Be encouraged not to throw the whole thing in the trash because you're off task. Just regain your focus again and consider restarting that task that was once written down. Planning is a great thing. It gives your brain the knowledge that there is some type of structure that exists in your world. Right? As long as you're fluid, things can happen and, you know, again, we can hit the reset. Planning your week once a week may be a healthy task. Anything more than the week, I would say, may not be great because things happen that we cannot control. We work with people, around people. Some of the things that we gotta, we have to get done, we depend on other people and that could change from week to week, especially now. Um, with how busy everyone world is. So maybe like on Friday or Saturday, open up your planner or your scheduler or your phone, whatever tool you're using for planning and structure and making, creating Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday schedule. Every week consider doing this. Also add on your schedule, give yourself permission to add in self-care time. Whether that's you doing nothing at all and unplug and just enjoying your, your day or working out or treating yourself to a, a good meal or whatever. And so planning doesn't have to be all business. It could be family time included on your planner. Again, self-care time, working out, meal prepping, Silent time is great to add in on your planner. 7.30, 8 o'clock p.m., 9 o'clock, no noise. This is what I need. Maybe even yoga, Pilates. Stretching is beautiful and it's a great thing to add on your planner. Just the average stretching is so great for our bodies right now, even if you're not a gymnast. Setting healthy boundaries with people that's in your space that you notice also steal pockets of time when you're trying to get something done, like your coworker or colleague. If you work at home and your life partner or your spouse is home with you, or even the dog, a boundary to be set that would reflect that would be simply, hey, I have two or three things I need to do and it's gonna pull me away for about two or three hours. When I'm done, can I check in with you? I'll, I'll come in and see if you need me to help do anything or is any kind of way I can support you. But for about three hours, two hours, I, I need to get this done laser focused. So is it okay that I come in and check with you? Check on you. That's a healthy boundary set. Taking care of the pet of your fur baby before you start your task with feeding and water and walking and outside time and then putting your pet up to a, a safe space either in the kennel or outside it's cold where you are don't do that right but putting your fur baby up somewhere where you have total control of time for just a moment of time i.e. again that being two three hours 
when you come out of that two, three hours, consider giving yourself a reward for sticking with your two, three hours. So if you like TikTok or Pinterest and you haven't touched your phone in two or three hours and you come out of it, you come out of that time, go on and scroll and look at the phone for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Get up, move around, change the environment for a moment, get some fresh air for a few minutes before you come and sit back down to revisit your task so you can complete your day. You want to be mindful of where time is stolen. And here's the other thing about distractions. Whatever you're using to distract you can become an unhealthy habit forming addiction. So if you can definitively tell me, TD, I cannot not look at TikTok, Pinterest, Snapchat, Facebook, for more than a day. I start to get very irritable and moody. Sometimes my stomach even hurt her. Maybe I tremor, I have body tremors. I can't focus unless I touch my phone, right? Or my device. If you can say that to me, then please explore with the professional if that habit has become an addiction for you because then it's gonna be harder to, to break and that's, that's just being a realist about yourself. Again, even if you, you don't share with others, if you feel like you're embarrassed to say, but please be real with you, be true to you all times, at all times, be true to yourself. Without that, you can't modify a behavior if you're not true to you. And it's okay to be honest where you need to be honest with yourself to cultivate a better life for you. Is it going in the direction that you desire for your life to go in? So to do that, you have to be honest with what's going on with you. If you want a better life, no matter what our topic is, I'd have to ask, how bad do you want it? What are you willing to sacrifice to, to create the life you desire. Be intentional. When you hear certain things on the Heart of Choke podcast or wherever else you're getting sound, healthy, professional advice, be intentional about making those modifications. Don't just listen and then do nothing with the information. Please explore how you can really lean into yourself to modify those habits and behaviors. And I know it's hard. These are not easy things to do once you've developed a habit. They say it takes 30 days to make one and 30 days to break a habit. I say that it takes about 45 days to break a habit after it's made. But you can be intentionally to break the habit however you desire to in whatever time frame you want. You can cold turkey whatever you're doing. Immediately stop doing it if that's your intention. And, and some people have been able to share those type of success stories. Hey, TD, I stopped smoking overnight. I, I stopped gaming. Gaming is now a disorder, right? Um, again, if you notice that you or your spouse game often, then please um, seek 
mental health, a mental health practitioner, either a licensed um, professional counselor or master social work to look at those diagnoses. Here again, we don't diagnose, we just talk about behaviors and patterns, just gathering data. But once a behavior become addiction or addictive, it's, it's not easy to just listen to a podcast or see something on YouTube or have a conversation with someone and stop it. It's a hard stop. It takes a lot more effort, determination, tenacity, motivation to decrease that habit and then to totally dismantle it. But again, distractions are happening to all of us. And once you find yourself drifting off, you just drift right back to the left of where you want to be. <laughs> you find yourself going forward down the road and then you're veering a little to the right or veering to the left. You just get back recentered. You're not perfect. And we don't look for perfection, only progression. We're only progressing day by day by day. That's it. No perfection learning how to give life our best selves right and so here again today we're talking about mastering the art of focus defeating distractions I hope there was something that I said today that helped you in some kind of way or that may help someone you know that is easily easily distracted and maybe calling themselves lazy or I'm a procrastinator finding that person and sharing this episode with may be um, efficacious to their lives again a lot of it isn't you are lazy or they are lazy or they are procrastinating it's a defense mechanism because life can be overwhelming adulting can be way too much and so the distracting activities is in a way to self-soothe themselves because they are overwhelmed with life. Yet again, I'll repeat it, distractions are stolen moments, pockets of time that take us away from having the life that we desire. Pockets of stolen time is the reason why businesses doesn't get started. Books don't get completed in, in writing and publishing. Music doesn't get written. Hair salons don't open. Barber shops don't open. Nail salons don't open. School academic journeys are not explored. There are also times where we are negating the fact that we seldom forget about ourselves completely, neglect ourselves. And there are a lot of things that need to be done with us and with the, the people around us, community work. And we don't get any of it done because again, there's a rapid release of time passing us by. And we become mundane in life and robotic. 
yet and still we have moments of time that we're on social media or we're doing a thing that doesn't help cultivate the life that we desire. Distractions aren't bad, in my opinion. I think that everything within great balance and everything within moderation is healthy. The dimensions of wellness is something that we'll talk about in a, a future episode. How to gain balance, what does it look like practically? We will discuss that soon. But if you can say that you are easily distracted, please re-listen to the episode with a pen and paper. Take down great notes for yourself if you have not. And then see how you can lean into decreasing your distractions with practical ways. My name is T.D. Montina. I am so thankful that you give me your time. It's an investment that you can't get back. Therefore, I don't take it lightly as your host. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you here soon.